Welcome to another episode of Feeling the Flame. Well, we're here to help you build strong and healthy marriages. You know, one place we don't want to end up in our marriage is divorce. Bible says that God hates divorce. Many people argue with me and say, doesn't the Bible teach divorce? Okay to get divorced? And I said, that's no. Right? They use the story of Moses. Well, you know, under peer pressure of the people of Israel, they wanted to have the divorce papers. Moses didn't want to give it to them, but it was under peer pressure, right, that he gave it to them. You know, lately, I've been learning two words. I learned two Greek words. One is Iser, Jesus, meaning that you take the scripture for how it was written according to the author. Many times you got to go to the Greek, Hebrew, right, Aramaic translation, right, and see what the author really meant by that, right? Take it in context. The other word I'm learning right now is the word Esther, Jesus, which meaning that you take the Bible, you take, right, the truth, and you make it fit your own beliefs, your own doctrine, your own values. And that's what we're seeing today. Many of these churches, many of these progressive churches, Christian, progressive Christians, they're what you will call it, they're twisting God's word, making it fit their beliefs. Okay? To me, the bottom line is, God hates divorce. He created marriage between a man and a, and a woman, right? And we got to honor our marriage. Outlast the problems and storms in our marriage, you know? But here's the key. We can actually avoid divorce. We can actually avoid infidelity, right? Infidelity is one of the leading causes of divorce. But you know what? It can be avoidable. We can avoid infidelity. We can avoid divorce just by doing these three things, right? Okay, number one, we got to keep giving our spouse the attention that they deserve. Many times we allow, right, our time to be filled with work, friends, hobby, and there's no time for our spouse. When our spouse is trying to talk, right, we're on the TV, on our electronics, Ignoring them, ignoring their needs, ignoring their wants, ignoring their desires. Because we make love a feeling, right? I don't feel like loving you, that I would give you the attention. I'm going to ignore you. And 
that's the beginning of infidelity. Your spouse is going to look elsewhere for attention. Or it be a, a friend, a co-worker, a neighbor. Your spouse is going to go to the person who gives attention to them. Listening to them, their wants and their needs. That's why be deliberate about giving your spouse the attention. The attention that they want. The, the attention that they need. Don't ignore them. Secondly, right? We got to give our spouse the affection. That's why love is not a feeling, right? Love is a choice. That we make on a daily basis. Even though we don't feel like loving our spouse, we have to choose to love our spouse. To rise above the feeling and choose to love our spouse. And not just say it. You know, last night had a conversation with a friend about, you know, yeah, your words mean a lot, yeah? Just by saying I love you can mean a lot to your spouse. But it eventually comes down to showing that love to your spouse. There's a say that your action speaks louder than your words. If you say I love you to your spouse, but if your actions does not support that, then guess what your spouse is going to believe? Your words or your action. That's why we got to be able to spend quality time, do good deeds, right? Share kind words, give gifts to each other, right? To show our spouse how much we love them, to fill their love tanks. See, we gotta show our spouse we love them, our affection. One of the worst things we can do as a spouse is we hold sex. We use sex to control our spouse. We use sex to get what we want. Right? And when you hold sex, that's the beginning part when of your marriage going downhill. We have to show affection to our spouse, meaning we gotta hold hands, kiss, hug, right? have to be able to right be affectionate to each other so somewhere along the line we've lost that right we lost the feeling we lost the affection for us fault that's why everything in marriage is a choice 
choose to be affectionate. Towards your spouse. Finally, number three, right? We don't communicate. We don't communicate with our spouse, right? You know, we spend our time in our own world doing our own thing, and we don't talk. And when we talk many times, we end up arguing and fighting. That's why one of the key ingredients to marriage is being a good listener. Learn the art of listening, right? Meaning that you just don't use your ears, you use your eyes, right? Keep eye contact towards your spouse, right? Is your mind has to be a part of it, right? How we interpret what our spouse is saying. It's our heart. Do we care about what our spouse is saying? When we're a good listener, right, we create an atmosphere where communication flows both ways. And that's what you want. You don't want to create, right, a marriage of fear, retaliation, anger, hate, right? When our spouse try to correct us or say something, right? Don't get angry. Don't get upset. Listen to your spouse. Communicate to your spouse freely, right? If you create an atmosphere of fear in your marriage, then guess what? Communication stops. Affection, attention stops. Don't be using anger to control your spouse and your marriage. Hate, right? But listen. You know, God gave us two ears and one mouth, meaning that we should listen twice as much as we speak. Be a good listener. I encourage you, be a good listener. More than you're a good speaker. You know, one thing that, you know, I've learned through the years, right? How to show attention, affection, communicate. Is keep your marriage in the honeymoon stage. Keep it fresh. Oftentimes, you know, our marriage becomes dry, right? Burnt out. We experience marital fatigue. That's why we run to infidelity. We want something that excites us. We want something that makes us happy. Right? But we believe in that lie that marriage should make me happy. Guess what? We go from relationship to relationship, relationship. Right? As soon as we're not happy with our relationships, what happens? We bail, we get out, we want to separate, get a divorce, fall into infidelity. So, to avoid that, 
right? Keep your marriage in the honeymoon stage. Meaning what? Go back to your wedding day. Go back when you first met. How much you loved each other, right? Yeah, googly eyes, right? For your spouse. Go back to those days. Think what made your marriage and your relationship so so exciting and fresh back then. Right? You guys didn't know much about each other. Right? So that's why it's so important to keep asking questions of each other. Your likes and dislikes, your beliefs, their values. And even though you know you guys could disagree on a lot of things. But again, it goes back to listening and accepting each other. Tolerance is, right, listening to each other without the fear of, of correction or, or retaliation, but listening to one another and coming away with a better understanding of each other. That's marriage. When you understand each other, learn about each other. You see, we got to do things together, new things together, right? I, I've been hearing the hottest thing right now for married couples is to do, guess what? It's dance lessons, right? Take dance lessons once a week, twice a week with your spouse. Let me tell you, when you do things like that, find a hobby that you can do together. Then you're keeping the marriage fresh. You're keeping the marriage alive. You know, my wife and I, we love animals. We're animal lovers. Right? I like to go fish. She likes to ride her horses. So many times we find ourselves going to the Humane Society, to pet stores, pet shops, farms, and just looking at the animals, petting the animals. To me, to us, that's what's keeping a marriage fresh. Right? I think that it's more therapy for my wife and I to kind of get our minds off of life's problems, off of the people in our lives, and onto something that, you know, we love as animals. Find something you guys like to do together, right? Yes, you're going to have your own separate hobbies, jobs, and friends, but find something you can do together. Go on that date night. Be intentional. Go on that date night. My wife and I, right, we, we do Netflix once a week. We go out, we, we drive around, you know, in our car, right, talking, chit-chatting constantly. That's what keeps the marriage fresh, right? If you want to avoid infidelity, if you want to avoid divorce, right? Keep your honeymoon in the 
right? Keep your marriage in the honeymoon stage. Keep falling in love again with your spouse. Keep choosing to fall in love with your spouse again, over and over and over again. Don't let the the the, the monotonous right of marriage take over, take control of your life and your marriage. But find new things to keep fueling your marriage.